This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Welcome in to another Talk of Champions recruiting. I'm your host, Zach Barry. I'm the... Uh, I guess the interim host, as Ben is still in uh, parts unknown on vacation, that is Ben Garrett of the Ole Miss Spirit. Uh, you can read all of that at omspirit.com, part of On3, wall-to-wall national signing day coverage all day, all night. We'll talk about it today, tomorrow, the rest of the week, and probably for the next two or three months. Ben, hello. It's not parts unknown. I'm in the mountains. Zach's kind of already let the ba- the cat out of the bag. I'm in the mountains, but here I am on National Signing Day. Uh, you know, I'm tucked away in the den of this cabin while all 11 other of my family members. I didn't plan this well. I'll be honest. I didn't plan it well. You know, this just proves that you can be extremely effective covering recruiting, even though you're not in Oxford. That's just what this is proving. Calm down. Calm because down. as we Calm down. talked about in the pre-show, the beauty of technology and how AirPods just all of a sudden won't link to your MacBook oh boy. or your Apple Watch will just all of a sudden stop working because you need to update it. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, we're here. Zach because- had a very, very emotional moment with his AirPods <laughs> before we jumped off. It's a conspiracy. Um, I'm worried about you. I really am. It was a loss, a real it's, loss. It's Steve from the grave. He's getting me. He he unlinked them. He's messing with my Bluetooth. All right. Mm-hmm. It is the holiday season. Uh, no, I'm not talking about season three of Emily in Paris out on Netflix, uh, Ben. I'm talking about doing? National Signing Day. 2022-2023 class, however you want to call it. Ole Miss right now. Um, look, it's not going to be the flashy top 10, top 15 class that that everybody wants, and you're not going to be grabbing headlines on ESPN on TV, on like on Oregon threes. Did today. Uh, yeah, good Lord. Uh, which, great. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was going to forget it. Um, flipped Peyton Bowen out of Geyer. This is not Ole Miss related, but just wild. Flipped him completely out of left field. Notre Dame was all worried about Brent Venables in Oklahoma, and then Oregon swipes him, so they get a five-star there. Then they get another five-star within the next, like, ten minutes – 
with Mateo Uyangalele, which, by the way, his nickname is Young Concrete, which is amazing. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, yeah, Oregon's having a hell of a day. But, yeah, you're not going to be getting all the big flashy headlines. People aren't going to be clamoring to talk about this recruiting class. But top to bottom, very balanced. And um, I, I, you can't even call it top-heavy because they have um, eight four-stars in it. Seven have signed, one remaining with Neo Avery, the edge out of Maryland. Uh, we'll get into that here in a moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a really, really solid, you know, as as the kids would say, Ben, it, it's really sturdy. Yeah, it's only missing a quarterback. But as far as Peyton Bowen is concerned, there is an Ole Miss connection. That was one of the very first offers that Ole Miss sent out for this class, and it was years ago. So it does have a connection. It's not flimsy. Well, that, okay, um, he ends up, fair enough. Yeah, so hey, look, there we go. We connected it. That's why we're professionals at this. We work so hard. Here's the deal. I like the class up to, up and down. We knew it wasn't going to be huge. I'm surprised that it didn't hit at least 15. A lot of that has to do, again, with Marcel Reed flipping. But now the more and more we get away from the Marcel Reed situation here and hear from different sides of all involved on Ole Miss's end, it sure feels like it's an even split as far as how much of the staff loved the kid, and all things can be true that he was for a certain sect, um, the fifth ranked quarterback in the country, according to the personal evaluations. And then the other side says, well, he was just a body. We got another guy lined up for 2024. I don't know which side of it believe. I believe. Um, I do think Ole Miss evaluated Marcel Reed pretty high. However, that's the only thing lacking in what we expected them to do in high school in this class. And that's where they are. They've got a need that they missed in this cycle. They, they didn't expect to get a bunch of wide receivers, like a, a huge cadre of wide receivers like Aiden Williams and three more. That's for the transfer portal. Same thing with Edge, and we're still waiting on Neo Avery. It's the middle of the day, National Signing Day. Um, but for what they wanted to get done in this particular cycle of the first of three, including the transfer portal of four, and then the February signing period, then the third uh, would be the signing or the uh, second NCAA transfer portal window. What they wanted to get done, they got done. Do you agree with that one? Because I, I think they did what they wanted to. They just don't have the quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I think they were able to spread out the wealth a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I, I think the biggest storyline outside of the Marcel Reed flip is keeping the top talent in state. Um, you got the number one overall player in Sun, uh, Suntarian Perkins. You get Aiden Williams, who I think is a day one contributor. And not just I mean, I'm talking I'm I'm gonna say over under probably 35 receptions as a freshman. I think he's gonna be very involved in the offense. I think he's that good. And I think that uh the coaches believe that as well. A guy that, you know, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle with all of the 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 bum rush of information from signing day, but uh Kedrick Griscano committing early signed today. I, I went ahead and put it in the thread, Ben. I, my comp for him is Zach Evans. I, I see a ton of that when I turn on the tape. Very, wow. very, very good balance as a runner. I think Zach Evans is – that's something that's so underrated about his game. It just never knocked off kilter, like always feet underneath him. The lateral quickness, you can see it on the film. And I I probably think he's as fast or maybe faster than Zach Evans – um, he gets in the open field. He runs away from people. 
And um, I mean, just a very physical runner, but just a balanced, balanced running back. I mean, look at Quinshawn Judkins, kind of eerily similar with he's got the home run speed, but he loves to deliver the blow and be physical. I think Riscano is the same way. Um, you go to Chattanooga and you get a big four-star offensive lineman and Bryson Sanders, a guy that's incredibly multiple, played all five positions while he was in high school. He projects, in my opinion, probably going to be on the interior. I think he might end up at center. Um, very, very heady player. He's the son of a coach. Um, his grandfather uh, played college football. Very smart individual. Just a very cerebral type guy. That's who you want in the middle at center. Um, and then, I mean, just down the line, I mean, Braxton Myers, four-star cornerback, Ahmad Brown, four-star safety. And then some of the three stars, I think, are going to really pop. Uh, Daniel Demery is one of my favorites. Was just a, I mean, talk about just his rap sheet from high school, four-time state champion, four-time all-conference. I mean, just a really, really, really solid defensive back. I think he's going to find a home kind of in that, Mike Hilton, slot corner, you know, guy that gets involved in the run game. Javante Connor, big tight end. They offered him on the spot after a camp. John David Baker loves his game. Big physical guy that'll go right there next to Kyron Heath. And then um, Ethan Fields, they flip him from Purdue. Big physical road grader type guy that's going to be right in there at guard. Um, and uh, Skylar Mann's a guy that committed really early in the summer. I mean, hardly said anything. Um, we know very little about. Yeah, we know very little about him, but they held on to him. They signed him. He got some power five offers late, um, but just a super athletic linebacker to go along with Suntarian Perkins there at the second level. So waiting on Neo Avery uh, to uh, sign his letter of intent. And then this evening, three-star wide receiver Caden Lee, who is one of my favorites in this class too. Well, best of that entire group is Sunterine and Aiden Williams. And the fact that Sunterine signed today, because there's initially um, a little bit of uncertainty surrounding when he was actually going to sign. That's kind of what all the drama was with Alabama a couple weeks ago when they made a real push for him. And Ole Miss gets the reaffirmation of his commitment, and a couple of days later he signs without incident. And that's not an un or insignificant thing. That's actually a pretty big deal. And Aiden Williams got late pushes from LSU and Auburn, and yet Aiden – sticks with Ole Miss and uh, doesn't really entertain either of those schools comes to the official visit, his only official visit last weekend. And now he signs without incident. So to, to get the number one and two players respectively with Perkins and Williams in your class and sign without incident on this day, that's the biggest coup, I think of anything. And it should far overshadow uh, losing to Marcel Reed, for example, whatever you think might be the worst recruiting development for this 2023 early signing period class. Um, those two guys and by themselves are a big deal. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that, the top talent in Mississippi, because I totally forgot four-star defensive lineman Jamarius Brown, and that's on me. No reason to forget that guy. Um, I mean, we talk about Perkins and how he can do it all. Um, Ole Miss, I think, is big on these two-way guys, these very athletic dudes that, you know, they're not going to do it in college, but in high school, they do it all. And Jamarius Brown at 260, 265 was a running back at Moss Point. Um uh, just it's absolutely the athleticism. Yeah. Uh, you can't, yeah, you can't teach that. You can't teach that kind of skill set to go along with that frame. Um, he destroyed people down in Mobile in one-on-ones and team drills. He and Suntarian Perkins were basically making it, you know, 
life hell for the offense and practice to get stuff done because they were so disruptive. Um, Ole Miss holds on to him. Um, Mississippi State, LSU, uh, some of the SEC West schools were kicking the tires a little bit there. They hold on to him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the talent inside the state of Mississippi, um, you get the number one overall player in Suntarian Perkins. You get the number two overall player in Aid Williams. And then you get Jamarius Brown, the number five overall player. I mean, honestly, you mentioned the quarterback with the flip with Reed going to, to Texas A&M. Um, Ole Miss tried to make a late run at Isaac Smith. They didn't get him. He signed with Mississippi State. And then I expect Dante Dowdle at some point to sign with Oregon. But, I mean, I, I know woulda, coulda, shoulda, and, and, you know, ifs and buts, but they had a legit shot for a little bit during this cycle to get the top five players in the state. Uh, they get three of them. And I think the big thing here is two of them are on defense, and I think they're both game-breaker-type prospects that they got. You got Perkins, and that's the one you absolutely had to get. That's the one yeah. that Ole Miss historically, or at least in modern history, has built up a lot of hope for and not gotten. Nicobe Dean's a good example of that. To get him that, that position, him, yeah, for sure. That position in particular. So to get him is a huge, huge deal because he could play everywhere. He's a recruiting uniform. I mean, he literally – Played every position for Raleigh last year. He kicked extra points and kickoffs. He did everything. So uh, getting him and for it to go off without a hitch is a big, big deal. So now it looks like Ole Miss turns really because if there's four phases of this thing, the early signing period for high school, um, then you got the first portal window in mid-January, February signing period for high school players, and then the fourth phase would be the April signing period, the second one. Then look, it looks like now it's all about the transfer portal. And what we expect, or you and I are both hearing, is that Ra Ra Thomas is getting very close to making a decision. Maybe you've got a good idea on the date on that. Uh, but right now it feels like Ole Miss is right there with Georgia, maybe a little Tennessee. There's some fighting there for uh, Ra Ra Thomas, but I still feel better about it today than I did a couple of days ago. And when he got into the portal, Ole Miss was the prohibitive favorite. So that's one to watch. Uh, Chris Marshall, we, that, that one might happen pretty soon. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I, I think I posted it last night on the board. I think both Chris Marshall and Ra Thomas might pop before the weekend is up. Um, I was told that Ra Thomas wants to get it done Friday. Um, now, Ooh. I don't have that in, you know, concrete. Ra didn't tell me that, but I, a source close to his recruitment said he believes it's Friday. I think it's between Georgia and Ole Miss. I lean Ole Miss. I put in a RPM pick for Ole Miss at a 50% confidence level. I just did the 50% the right though, now. Because yeah. I just now, the first the first time he got in, or not the first time, the only time he got in, but when he first got in, I would have put that confidence level if I was doing an RPM pick of 88%. And now for it to be 50, that's about right. Yeah, I mean, you can't ever count out Georgia. Um, you can see that by their their signee list today. They're getting whoever they want for the most part. Um but look, I think the connections all make sense. I think he knows that he can come in and really compete right away for touches in this offense. He knows that they need a guy on the outside. They're losing Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo. They've got some dudes in the middle, the the slot, the, the crafty slot guys and Jordan Watkins and uh, Dayton Wade and some of the younger guys. Um, I think Aiden Williams has a legitimate shot to uh, grab a spot on the outside or at least being, you know, heavy in the rotation. But Rara's a yes. guy that has power five experience. He would come in immediately to Derek Nix's room and just bring a type of, you know, that experience, that swagger, 
a savviness to that room. Um, you know, a very crafty route runner. I, I said it on our show a couple of weeks ago. I think playing in the air raid with Mike Leach, it, it, it helps receivers because you kind of learn different ways to attack defenses because the air raid's not taught everywhere. Um, you know, the way Steve Spurrier Jr. teaches receivers down there is not taught everywhere. But I do think that that helps you when going up against teams that are going to drop seven, drop eight. You, you can you can learn where to sit on the field and how to get open and help your quarterback throw you open. Um, I think that that kind of experience and that headiness that he could bring would be a, a huge get for this room. And then Chris Marshall, I, come on, what more do you need to say? He's a former five-star, um, probably one of the better athletes in the country, um, really didn't start playing football until junior season of high school, was a basketball player. So you've kind of got that Terrence uh, Terrence Davis-type skill set of a guy that can really, really jump, and then you know long legs, long arms, one-on-one balls. It's, it's a wrap with him. He's a very physical, physical specimen. And, I mean, that kind of – shows you just how talented he is where he barely played high school football, but he played in Texas at Fort Ben Marshall against some of the top, you know, programs, top players in the country and was rated as a five-star. So um, I, right now, as of we 12, 16 PM local time, as we record this, I think Ole Miss is a good shot at getting both of them. 2022 was an outstanding year for Ole Miss athletics, punctuated by the baseball team winning the college world series. As the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com or call their office at 662 615-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, one of the many proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. 
And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufi Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Ufi Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Ufi Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Ufi Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Ufi Video Lock. Ufi Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Ufi Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Ufi Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital financial group. I was surprised that Darian Barner, the Temple Edge, committed to Virginia Tech on Wednesday. Not because um, he committed to Virginia Tech necessarily so much as we thought he was coming in last weekend to Ole Miss and he didn't. We had him on the hot list. He's been removed. I don't know what that tells me. Does that tell me they feel really good about either of the Western Michigan transfers, that they feel good about potentially a flip down the line? I don't know. But uh, I do find it interesting that he committed to Virginia Tech, and we and we also learned that he did not come in last weekend for an official visit because it, it does make sense too because we've all been trying to reach out to him. Yeah, I think the intel was correct early on. He did that, you know, weekend swing where he went to Vandy, which I didn't logistically. Which I mean, come on, flight logistics never makes sense to me. Um, you know, I one time I was going home for Christmas from New York city. And I went to Detroit then to go down to Memphis. Doesn't make sense. So he left temple, um, went to Vandy and Nashville, then went back up to Virginia tech and Blacksburg, and then was scheduled to come back down to Oxford. Um, ended up not making it. I, 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 I was told that almost did not bring him in. Um, so like you said, maybe they feel better about a couple other guys. I think the one right now from Western Michigan that they feel good about is Andre Carter. Um, uh, 
a national source. And then I kind of confirmed that with someone close to the, uh, to the Ole Miss efforts. Braden Fisk is going to be hard to get. Um, everybody wants him. He has everybody wants him. I everybody mean, stacked offers from just about everybody. Ole Miss was in there very early. They might've been the first offer. I can't remember off the top of my head, but. And that's why they're still in the conversation, but I think he's blown up too much. Yeah. So I would put, you know, if I had to put money on it, I'd put it on Andre Carter as opposed to Braden Fisk. I, I think that he's going to take the holidays to think about it and then uh, make a decision in January. I like Ole Miss's chances there. They got Joshua Harris last week. A, uh, I mean, you want to talk about a throwback. I mean, just a big, physical, just space eater up front. And I, yeah, I but really... he doesn't address the need, and that's the biggest thing is that right. he's, but... he's more along the lines of a Jared Ivey, an Isaiah Iden type, and they need a true rush in, and they don't have that yet. Because I wrote a story for the Ole Miss Spirit. This is the site that we both write for, affiliate on 3, omspirit.com. The three biggest needs now are quarterback, wide receiver, and edge, not necessarily in that order. I would put wide receiver first and edge, edge second and quarterback third. But for now, where it is and what they signed today, the high school class, I'd put them at a B, a hard B. Yeah, I was going to say like a like a solid B+. Plus. Um, yeah. I might even go A- minus just because of the instant impact that this class has. I think they have probably a legitimate four guys that could play a lot next year as true freshmen. Um the one thing I want to say before I forget it is I do think the Joshua Harris pickup gives them some flexibility up front to move some guys around. I, you saw them use a lot of JJ Pegues up front as a, you know, as a true three technique or, you know, a nose guard that was eating up space and trying to clog up holes for the linebackers. I think Joshua Harris can do that. And I think that kind of frees up Pegues to move a little bit to the outside. And, you know, he's not going to be your true rush in just because of the size but he's athletic enough to give you some of that flexibility to, hey, we can put Jared Ivey over here on an island against a tackle, and we can put Pegues over here because we know we got Joshua Harris in the middle that can really eat up some space. And um, Yeah, and that's a good option, but it's still not what the need right, is because Carly right. Coleman was supposed to be that, and he's a linebacker. you know. And Jared Ivey was potentially going to be that for how many sacks he got at Georgia Tech coming over. It was like a second team, all ACC or something, and he's more of a hybrid – defensive tackle, defensive end, and more in the mold of Marcus Tillman. They just don't have a true rush in. And, and Cedric Johnson, he is he gone? That's the question. I think he still has eligibility. But I don't know what's going on with Cedric Johnson. If he still has eligibility or not, or he's declaring, whatever, with or without him, they just didn't generate much pass rush, right? And, and when, he was on the, when he was off the field, they definitely didn't generate enough. So you have to go get some guys. That's why Neil Avery, there's a little bit of a concern just because he hadn't signed up to this point. We don't expect him not to sign – as we're recording this, he might not, but that, that's there's a chance that all kinds of things could happen. Um, but we still far expect that. That still doesn't address the need, just the obvious need across the board. Because, yeah, it's good to have options, and J.J. Pegues could rush the edge in, in more situational stuff, but they need some pass rushers. And um, so far, I thought that, that that would at least one would be done at edge so far in the portal. It just hasn't come to pass yet. And I'll say this. I, I think a lot of the, – the I would say a lot – I think the expectations were maybe a little too high for Jared Ivey coming from Georgia Tech to the SEC. I don't think he dropped off. Like, I, I, people are... No, he's really, really solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's better football. I mean, he was playing in the ACC. Now he's in the SEC. I mean, he was still very impactful. He made a lot of plays. They just need him to take that next step in 2023. Um, now, he very well could. 
But yeah, like you said, they need somebody else on the other side because Tavius Robinson's gone and he had a hell of a year and, you know, was probably going to have a really good shot to make an NFL roster because of the year he had and how he really how elevated, he he elevated his game. I think that was probably one of Randall Joyner's best coaching jobs that he's ever had in his career was elevating his game in 2022. But yeah, you're right. They got to find someone else that can, that you, you can also put on an Island on the other side. And I think that's Andre Carter. And there's probably going to be some other names that pop um, once this transfer portal continues to turn. Yeah, I, but, but like, that's a premium position in the portal right now. Parrish Shand, who almost had in last weekend has committed to LSU. Right. I mean, guys that they really wanted, uh, they they didn't get, and the pickings are getting slimmer because in the early transfer portal window, that has proven to be so far the the premium position edge. It's not quarterback; it's edge. And oh, it's the most expensive un- one. Yeah, the most expensive hands down. And unfortunately, that's where Ole Miss has, in my opinion, the second biggest need because the number one need is a wide receiver. They just have to get impact. I think the number there at wide receiver we can safely safely say now is three out of the portal plus Aiden Williams and everything they get today. Maybe Caden Lee, who's supposed to announce his decision at 6.30 p.m. Central Time tonight on National Signing Day. Uh, maybe he's an addition to that, but they still want to take three out of the portal. And at edge, I, I wouldn't even think it would be one. I think they would take two, and, and poof, three is the right three. I mean, don't think for a second they wouldn't take both of those Western Michigan kids. But you're right. I think Fisk has uh, become more and more of a long shot, and – Andre Carter is where Ole Miss right now has the most momentum. Just got to keep mm-hmm. building that. It's so hard to hold on to those guys, especially as the the interest continues to be overwhelming in the portal. I think another guy that got in the portal, um, I think it was yesterday. The days kind of run together, but Colin Mobley from USC. Um, he's an East Coast guy. There's a yeah, connection that's an interesting one. with the Ole Miss staff there. They haven't offered officially yet. Um, but yeah, and you, you know, you have to remember – as these bowl games conclude and the college football playoff gets closer and those games are done, there's going to be more guys that get in the portal that are looking for new homes, looking to find some. Yeah, I think there'll be like a second, like, mass rush, you know, that crazy rush. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in for a second, like, huge wave. Yeah. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll be – I don't know what the total number is of guys in the portal right now, but there's probably going to be, I don't know, 300, 400 more. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's yeah. a lot. But, yeah, it's going to keep – turning um so yeah that's i would put edge is probably the biggest need in my opinion just because of the conference that Ole Miss plays in and you're having to replace someone like Tavius Robinson and if you stay with that 326 or you know whatever it is um you're gonna need guys that can get after the quarterback because Ole Miss even though they were I believe fourth in the SEC in sacks um they could have been probably first or second if they could ever get home late in the year. They struggled to get home and bring the quarterback down. There were so many opportunities that were lost for tackles for loss sacks, and they just couldn't do it. And I just think they got gas. They didn't have the depth and, you know, they didn't have like that space eater. We talk about with Joshua Harris, where guys were tired and they were getting swallowed up and linebackers weren't making plays. Um, so, yeah, I think wide receiver and edge is probably 1A, 1B right now in my book for needs. And then um, got to figure out the quarterback position. You got to – are you going to go the portal route? Or are you going to wait and see, you know, what high school kids are still available or who pushes their decision back to February to wait? Um, I'd imagine that they've been working 
some of the back channels to try to talk to some guys. Um, maybe they're trying to convince some dudes to hold off on signing. Um, there's some interesting portal options out there, but um, or hear me out. Just punt it. You're going to get Walker White or somebody like him, hopefully in 2024. But otherwise, punt it. Just take whoever you can get so that there are bodies behind Jackson Dart and wait for Arch Manning to get into the portal next portal season. No? Yeah. Is that too conspiratorial? Come on. I, I'd say so. I, I think I don't, oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I that... think everybody kind of saw through that too, hopefully. I mean, I was not being serious. Okay. Oh, I was God. I say that... see the... Come on. You thought I was serious? Come what? on. I, I don't know. I can't see your face. Show That's us your face. True. Well, um, I can't. I'm in a cabin in the middle of Gatlinburg. <laughs> that was a Stop Chappelle. doxing me. Stop that was doxing a... <laughs> me, then. <laughs> that was a Chappelle show reference that probably no one got. Um, I got it. I think I mentioned it on the board after the Marcel Reed flip, and this isn't me saying the problem is solved or that these guys are going to be awesome, but I do think it's the two walk-ons that are on the roster are not typical walk-ons. Um, Braden Waterman was a guy that was a high three star, probably going to have a shot at being a four star. And then he's diagnosed with cancer. I mean, just a terrible, terrible situation fights through it, beats it, lost a ton of weight, gained it all back. Ole Miss brought him on. Um, I think that that's probably, you know, an option to have, you know, it, it's not the best case, you know, you're not getting a, a high four star, you know, high school kid like Marcel Reed. But I, I do think that, that that's something that, you know, he's not your, your typical walk on. That's just the guy from down the road. That's just there for a GPA boost. Um, so I, I do think that there is a, you know, it's a very quite the peculiar situation at that position. And, and then, you know, what's, what's Ken K Dick going to do? Are they going to try to talk him into coming back? You know, what's he, what's his status. And then you get somebody else like Davin Widener, from Florida, 6'5", 220, from Cocoa High School, a really good program there. And now, again, not saying he's the answer or he's the true backup, but he was a guy that had Power 5 offers and chose to walk on at Ole Miss because he wanted to play for Lane Kiffin. So it's not you know, completely dire and terrible, but I still think you need to go get somebody. But you're I saying you, you can it. punt it. No, no, I was kidding. Please, no one say that Ben said that Archman is getting the portal next year. Please, well, not, God, don't do that. Well, not that. I, just because of the okay. 24 connection. I, uh, I do think – that. How dare I – you know, we're on a Zoom call. How dare I not cut my video on so that you can see the sarcasm dripping from my face. Oh, boy. Here, here's what I'm going to do. Rapid reaction. Best player in the class for me, Suntering Perkins. Far and away. Most yeah. upside non-Suntering Perkins. Because I can really answer all of these with Suntering Perkins. Um, Suntreen Perkins is the best overall player. Most upside, not non-Suntreen Perkins is Aid Williams for me, and it's kind of like chalky so far. You're gonna have to like do better than me. And then biggest miss at this point with what we know, Jaden Rashada. Uh, best player, Suntreen Perkins. I mean, I think he's a five star. He's gonna have his shot to prove that to everyone in Orlando in a couple weeks. I expect him to have a great week there. Um. If he doesn't get his fifth star, who cares? It doesn't matter. But I think he's a bona fide five-star player. Um, he's up there for me, just edging out Aiden Williams. I I, I love Aiden Williams' game. I, I, I said he reminded me. You've been on me, him a long, long time. I, I've seen him in person, and it's different. 
I mean, I use the term built different all the time when talking about doing dad stuff, but like he's legitimately built different. He is a day one difference maker. Um, I, I think the most upside for me, I'll be a little cheeky here and I'll go with a, a tie for most upside. I think it's either Javante oh. Connor or Daniel Demery. Um, Javante Connor was a guy that was just completely just outmatched everyone in North Carolina high school football. He was a monster. And I think that those types of recruitments where it's a camp offer and they get a commitment immediately. John David Baker knows what he's doing at tight end. He's done it a long time. He's coached some good ones. Lane Kiffin has coached some good tight ends in his career and they love that kid. I, I think his game is going to be perfect for this offense. They've been missing that at tight end. And again, I, was harping on it earlier. Daniel Demery's guys played a lot of football, very good program at Parish Episcopal school in Dallas. And, um, he is just a difference maker. I think he's someone that could come in and, you know, I mentioned Mike Hilton earlier. He's got a lot of Tysheem Johnson to his game. Um, all the cliches you want here, Ben, I mean, just ball Hawk around the football constantly, just, you know, it finds him. He, he makes plays all of the time. Um, I think he is, uh, a, I think he plays a lot next year. I, I think he's just heady. He knows the game, well coached there at 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 PES, four time state champion, just a winner. Um, the biggest miss. You I'll did probably, not go rapid. You didn't go rapid fire, by the way. Uh well, I I think it, <laughs> it's my it's my show right now. Okay. Yes, you're it on, is. Yes, you're it on is. location. Uh, biggest I, miss. I defer to you. Biggest miss for me, I'd probably go Christopher Vizina. Um, Ooh, he I was like up, he was their guy early on. Clemson beat them out for him. Um, big, big, big arm, but also really, really mobile. He's kind of, you know, we're seeing more of these quarterbacks that are, you know, again, built different. They're huge, but can really run. Um, you know, Jackson Arnold was a guy that almost recruited, and then Jeff Levy left and got him at Oklahoma another big physical NFL arm, but can run um, look no further in the 24 class than Walker white. I, I I've said it on here. I've had multiple people that know far more about football than me that have said the same comp and it's Josh Allen. I mean, he is, I mean, looks like a mannequin that you'd see in Dick sporting goods. He runs a four or five jumps 40. Bonk? Do I bonk that? I think I bonked that. Bonk. <laughs> I mean, he is a freak. I mean, that's the term that I've heard. He's just a freak. Um, he tested just through the roof at the elite camp at Ole Miss. They love him. Um, I, I think it, it's and now it's two different styles. I think the 24 quarterback is going to be either Walker White or Demond Williams, the uh, kid from Arizona, who if I had to comp him to someone, it's a little bit more of a probably a little Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud hybrid, like not – not going to wow you with the size on paper, but those just are two NFL first rounders. Good well, Lord. Well, what do you want me to comp him to? Zach Stout? I mean, come on, that's no fun. Um, Randall Mackey, Randall Mackey, Barry Brunetti. Hey, easy there. That's that's the, that's the pride of Bastrop, Louisiana. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just you. You kind of have this either or, where you have these big physical quarterbacks, or you have guys like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud who are slight of build but just are so slippery and can Material. really 
I mean, just manipulate the pocket. So, I mean, you saw it in the game that almost played Alabama. I mean, they had so many chances to sack Bryce Young and he just slips out of it. He did it over and over again this year and bailed Alabama out several times. Um, I think it's Walker White. They've been on him. They've been the favorite for months now. Um, but DeMond Williams is no one to to sneeze at. Really, really good quarterback out in Arizona at Basha High School. But, yeah, it wasn't rapid fire, but that's there's my superlatives right there. I'm just saying, put on your Alex Jones tinfoil hat with me for just a second. Oh, All right. God. It had to be him. It lines up. <laughs> it, it lines up. Arch Manning steps in for Jackson Dart, blows up, leads Ole Miss to the SEC West Championship for the first time in school history, departs hero celebration. They carry him out on a throne, right? He goes to the pros, goes first round. Arch Manning transfers in. The son come home to Ole Miss. Oh, and he man. steps in and, and he builds upon Jackson Dart and leads Ole Miss to a national championship. Just dream with me, Ole Miss. No, okay. What? How many more years do you give Sark at Texas? Uh, six games. <laughs> six games? Okay. Yeah. I love it. He, did, he doesn't last. All right, wrap this thing up. All right. Um, like I said, wall to wall coverage at omspirit.com, part of on three right now as we record this. Still waiting on Neo Avery, the four star edge at a good council high school in Maryland, and then Caden Lee, three star wide receiver from Georgia. 6 30 p.m. Central Time is when he is doing his announcement. Um, that's probably it. I, I think that's probably the only two barring a surprise or a big flip, a shock. Um, but that's what you're looking at right now for this class. Um, I, I think it's, there's not going to be much downtime. I think you're going to see some fireworks this weekend. And then um, as uh, Christmas comes and goes, I think the transfer portal is going to continue to uh, really, really, really blow up. And Ole Miss is going to be very aggressive. So um, stay locked in. Ohm Spirit, we've got the National Signing Day HQ. We're uh, updating that as the day goes on. We got the hot list that we are also updating. And then Ben and I will do some uh some reaction pieces. I know Ben's working on a column. We'll do some class superlatives, all that good stuff. So uh for Ben over there up in the mountains, I'm Zach Barry. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time here on Talk of Champions Recruiting, we out. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.